Welcome to the D-Shift Podcast, where we provide inspiration, motivation, and education to help you transition from the challenges of divorce to discover the freedom and ability to live life on your own terms. Are you ready? Let's get this shift started. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the D-Shift. And I am so glad that you are here because I'd like to introduce you to a woman I have met a couple of times. And I think if you meet people more than once, you're probably supposed to have some kind of longer conversation with them. So I'd like to introduce you to Dia Irby. And she is a phenomenal individual. She has a really neat structure that she wants to talk about. And Dia is a, calls herself, the belonging mentor, which I think is just fascinating. And I know your focus is on community building. So Dia, take it away. Tell us a little bit about yourself um, and what your, what your focus is as the belonging mentor. Thank you, Marty. I'm so glad to be here and to share with your audience. I really appreciate. And yes, we are sisters from another mister, maybe. (laughs) I'm adopted, so hey, anything's possible. Anything's possible. (laughs) You start seeing people over and over, and it's like, we're supposed to be best friends. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yes, I am the belonging mentor, and belonging is such an important element of a life, of your life, yet it's so overlooked. And if you've had it, you know how great it is, especially if you've had it and you lose it. If you haven't had it, you don't really know what you're missing. And I'm on a mission to, I don't know, belonging awareness, maybe? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, I I tell people I'm from South America and they go, what? Well, I was born and raised in Mississippi, lived in Alabama, two places in Georgia and two places in Florida. And that's Geographically south of America. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. And and then I moved north all the way to North Carolina. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't count as north. But in Mississippi, I can remember. I mean, do you remember when you were five? Think back on a day when you were five, right? I see myself sitting in the grass in the front yard of Miss Annie's preschool. And we were, I was making pink clover necklaces with my classmates. Those classmates were the same ones I graduated high school with. That was a small Mississippi town where I had a true sense of belonging. I knew everybody. They knew me. There was security in there. Unless later in your teens, you got out of line and -and so-and-so called your Aunt Pat, who called your mom, and then you're in trouble. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But that was my normal, you know, being known and knowing and belonging, not like to the library, but like the TV show Cheers, where everybody knows your name, right? Right, right. When my husband graduated from seminary, we moved 13 hours away from anything or anybody I knew. And for the first time, I felt a pain of isolation, a separation, a not belonging. I wasn't greeted with, hey, how's your mom and them? That's, if you're not from the South, that's how is your mother and all your relatives and tell everyone I said hello. Exactly. But it was like, 
this hurts. This is lonely. This is sad. And I realized that my normal of belonging was just my normal, that there were a, a lot of people whose normal was isolation. Right. And since then, I have been on a mission. Over the 40 years, my husband and I had churches of building a, a community of belonging, raising our eight children in our house over three decades, a, a sense of belonging. I had a tea room in the North Georgia mountains that was so fun. And, and I had one of my missions was to be a place where people could belong, where they could come. And I would pamper them and make them feel special. And now I'm a real estate agent, along with speaker and author. I want people to be claimed. Yeah. And how could I express that succinctly, what it means to belong? People don't just want to be connected. They want to be claimed. Yeah. That's why you have street gangs. Sure. Yeah. You have cults that grow out the wazoo. People are looking for a place they can be claimed, right. right? Right. So I have this little acrostic, claim, claim your people to help you put a handle on the concept in practical ways. So these, this is an acrostic. Each letter stands for a facet of claiming people. And I say facet because like a diamond that has facets, you can't separate out. Oh, here's a nice facet. It's not like a part of it that you can separate. They all fold on each other. And just for those listening on the video without or on the audio without video, Dia has a, a metal sign that is the word claim, C-L-A-I-M. So just so you're aware of what we're looking at if you're listening to this on the audio only podcast side. So Dia, what that, so claim, I get that. And I get the idea that you're talking about belonging. And one of the things I think that some of the women that are probably listening in, some of the men that are listening in, going through a divorce, a marriage is a place where maybe you felt that sense of belonging and claim and wholeness. And then through the separation and divorce, now you're feeling that sense of isolation. So how does claim apply if you feel like you've lost that sense of belonging? Like what, how can it work? What's cool about this is it's so applicable in so many different aspects. But I would say start at the very beginning or the origin to claim yourself. Claim yourself and think about that and how you can do it. I'm going to go through these. Did you do you know what each one of these are? Do you did you take notes or study it or can we play a game and you have to guess? Um <laughs> the test coming up. <laughs> yes, there will be a test. <laughs> we can we can play the game. I, I hope I can get them right. Well, it's okay because nobody does. They get maybe one right. So you'll be in good company. Okay. Okay. <laughs> People want to know that they are C. And then 
Well, after we talk about it, I'll tell you how you can do that for yourself. But what do you think the C stands for? Cared for. This is true. However, it's chosen. Oh, I like that even better. Yes. People want to know they're chosen. Like at work, wow, I got hired. I'm the one chosen. Or we have a new task. I'm going to choose you to be the leader. The impact of that, when we were bringing, had all the little people in our house, my husband would say to each of them, well, it started with the first one, and then we had to adapt it a little bit. If all the children in all the world were lined up and God said I could pick any one of them, I would choose you. So personally, choose yourself. It is so easy if you're, especially if you're a caring person or if you're in the middle of the stress of separation and divorce to look out for other people. How are, how are they doing? But remember, like on an airplane, when they say, if we have the oxygen mask come down, put it on yourself first. Right. And then the person you need to take for, you need to choose Self-care. Yeah. Choose yourself and don't let anybody make you feel guilty about that because you are important and you need to choose yourself. Yeah, you sure do. Absolutely. Yeah. And if you want to add to that, to anyone listening, go for it about choosing no, I, th- I think, I think people get that every, every conversation we have, we focus on the fact that, you know, When you're going through divorce or separation, you have to take care of yourself because you can't make the decisions. You can't be there for your kids. You can't be there for your attorney. You can't make the right decisions. You have to be taking care of yourself. So I I think I think if they've heard even one podcast, they've got that one for sure. So, well, you know, just like you could tell your kids all day long something, but somebody else totally other comes in, says the exact same thing and they come up. Guess what they say? Exactly. (laughs) Absolutely. So maybe me saying it will be another voice. It's another voice. Absolutely. All right. What is the L? People want to know that they are? Loved. Yes. I haven't had anybody miss that one. Yay. We've got that one. So in in the workplace, loving your people means to offer them a secure and safe place where they can, you know, approach the leader and say, I think this is what's going on. And I think maybe we should consider this. And the leader goes, I'll think about that. Thank you for coming. Instead of, I don't know, you don't know what you're, I know what, you know, safe and secure in the, in a family, you know, you want to also love is unconditional. This is talking about unconditional love. It's not like, oh, I love you so much. Look how well you cleaned your room. Well, what right. does that say? Right. It says because, love because of. Right. But it is an in spite of. In spite of the fact that yet again, you da 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 I'm going to love you. Now, right. we're going to change the behavior, but I'm still going to love you. I may not like what you're doing, but I'm going to love you. Well, guess what? You need to love yourself. Part of that is forgiving yourself. Yep. 
and accepting yourself, including yourself. Show yourself some love and patience and and just go to a spa if you need yeah. to. Yeah. Whatever makes you feel loved, then go do it. Yep. If sitting alone, quiet, having a cup of tea, Earl Grey, and uh, then do that. Love on yourself. You're choosing to love on yourself. Love that. Great message. Absolutely. What do you think the A stands for? Appreciate. Accept or accept or sort of it. See, here's the thing. There are a lot of words that can work there, but I pick the one. Exactly. (laughs) It's my answer. People want to know they're acknowledged. That's a great one. And it doesn't have to be complicated. One of the Marty, one of the easiest, most cost efficient ways to acknowledge someone is what I just did. I used your name. Yeah. And subconsciously, when you hear someone say your name, it's reminding you that they're seeing you as an identity, an individual. They see that you exist and they're identifying you. So when you acknowledge someone and you can practice this, you're out shopping. Every time I'm in a store and somebody has a name tag on, I always use their name. And if they don't have a name tag on, it's like, well, are you in hiding? What's your name? So, (laughs) well, you know, Charles, I hope you have a great day, whatever. That's one way, cost efficient, cheap. The other way, and people are so out of this because of so much screen time. Look a person in the eye when you're talking to them. Yeah. And if you're on a, on Zoom, look in the camera. Yep. Find the camera. And so you can, you are reaching out across to them. So when you see people, they feel seen. People want to know that they're seen and that they're heard and that that empowers them. Right. So those are just some simple ways to acknowledge. And another way to acknowledge yourself is consider, I mean, there's how many different personality types, typings and all the different, you can spend forever, but know yourself and say, hey, I acknowledge that I need nine hours of sleep at night or nobody wants to be near me. I acknowledge that I'm a slow processor. So I'm going to be patient. I'm going to love on myself and give myself time to process this. I acknowledge that that kind of situation triggers me. So I am going to lightly go to it or prepare myself, you know, acknowledge who you are and what you're about and then honor you. Absolutely. And I I love that one. I really do. Okay. Well, we love this one and this one. and We do. I love all of these. We're doing good. Okay, I. Now, I did cheat. There's just two words, but they both start with an I. 
people want to know that they are, or how you make sure someone knows that their claims you I. Um. I'm I'm going I'm I'm thinking something along the way line of independence or identity or I don't know invested in oh that's a good one yeah invested in and you can invest in someone with money you can invest in someone with resources but here's the one that is economical again and effective time children spell love t-i-m-e yeah so invest in yourself with time yeah look at your calendar schedule out me time because you've chosen it yourself and you're loving yourself, acknowledging your needs. So you are going to invest in yourself and what you need. Yeah, that's, and that is so important. And I, I love that idea of investing in yourself. And um, like you said, it, it all kind of ties together with that airplane model, right? You gotta, you gotta, you gotta be alive and thriving to be able to do this you know, to be able to support your kids or make any choices or just live your life with confidence. So I love this. So we, I know the last one, I, I, I blew this one last time. It's two, it's two words too, right? I, Sarah, it's actually two different phrases with three words or a one word, which is really a summary, but I like the first one with three words. And it's so an now that I totally confused you. What, yeah. what do you say? Um, Make yourself matter, Matt. Mm. That's, you know, you're working on it. So I'm going <laughs> to give it to you. Made for greatness. Oh, yes, that's it. I remember that. Made for greatness. I remember that now. Yeah. Now, because you're made for greatness, you also will make a difference. People want to know that what they're doing is making a difference in the workplace. If they're just a cog in the wheel, you need to make sure they know that if that cog wasn't there, the machine wouldn't work. Right. And in the family, but you matter. It boils down to people want to know they matter. If I didn't show up to work or if I wasn't on the committee or if I didn't contribute here, would they miss me? Do I really matter? Yeah. And let me tell you, you do matter. And when I say made for greatness, I don't mean you're going to win the Nobel Peace Prize. Congratulations if you actually have or be on the cover of a magazine. What I mean is you, who you are, you are different with your passions, your skills, your talents, your abilities, your experiences. You are especially gift wrapped for the world. You that greatness must come to the world to make an impact because only you can be you. I like Judy Garland's quote Why be a second rate of version of someone else when you can be a first rate version of yourself? Exactly. And you never, here's the thing that I am always amazed by 
And Dia, I'm sure you've had this experience with all the different groups that you've worked in and supported and all the different people through your uh, ministry and everything else. But one of the things that I've noticed is when I do something that I think is really amazing for a client, I, I quite often get a thank you. Wow, that really helped me. And then, but but it doesn't really, I thought, wow, this is, this is really going to be helpful. And they're kind of like, oh yeah, that was okay. But then all of a sudden, something that was so minuscule to me that I didn't, you know, that I kind of almost thought, well, this is just kind of a, an offhanded way to support somebody. It's like it's come back a thousand fold to me where people have said, I can't believe you helped me out of that trouble. Just being there, just supporting me, just holding that space was phenomenal. So you don't really I don't think sometimes we know what our greatness is. So we just have to do the best we can when when we meet anybody, because we never really know when we're making that that greatness, when we're making that um, difference in the world around us. Totally true. If we are being, if we are choosing ourselves and loving us, acknowledging our strengths and weaknesses and our abilities and investing in developing those strengths, we are going to make a difference because we are made for greatness. Yeah. I liken it to a jigsaw puzzle of the world. And you're one, one just, oh, I'm just one piece. Well, guess what? It may sort of look like some of the other colors. It may almost look like the shape, but until you put your part in the picture of the whole world, it isn't complete. Right, right. So that is your greatness, bringing your part that just like you have had people say, I can't believe you made all this difference in my life because you blah, blah, whatever. You, every one of you listening or watching, you have a special gift to bring to the world and you are made for greatness and the world is waiting for you. Yeah. And every experience you go through, whether it's something difficult like divorce, separation, whether it's, you know, the death of a loved one or family member, friend, whether it's getting that big promotion, whether it's winning the Nobel Peace Prize, whether it's, you know, I've got clients that are going back to get PhDs in their 60s and 70s, whatever that is, that is like, I love that, that that is uniquely you and it it creates who you are and every experience you have makes you uniquely you and you were made for greatness. So I love this. I really yes. love this message. Yeah. So we have covered a whole bunch of stuff. Um, and as usual, I say this in almost every podcast, I could just keep going on and on and on because you're so knowledgeable and you got such great insight about this. But what do you, what would you like people to remember? I mean, it's been a short time we've had to chat today, but dear, what do you want people to remember when they yeah, turn off the podcast and go about their lives. What what do you want kind of that earworm stuck in their heads about this conversation? We belong. You want to say that with me? We, we belong. belong. Yeah. We belong. And so claim yourself because you're made for greatness. I love that. That is such a positive positive and powerful message. So thanks for sharing that. Dia, if people want to find out more about what you do or they want to connect with you, um, have a have a one-on-one conversation or something with you, what's the best way to reach you? To schedule, and I believe you're going to provide the link. Yes. 
chat. Now, see, I had a tea room, so it's not a coffee chat. It's a tea chat with Dia. Schedule it and let's have a little talk and find out, you know, how I can help you. Is there, or I'll just listen, which is an investment in someone. And you know what? If you rearrange the letters of lesson, the listen, it spells, you know what it spells? Nope. Silent. There you go. Love that. That's another little nugget that you shared with us. So people, I'm going to encourage you if you are listening um, and, it, you know, if you're struggling with, do you feel like you're belonging? Do you feel like you're giving enough for yourself? Are you investing in yourself? Are you acknowledging your needs? Are you loving yourself? Um, all the great things that that uh, Dia has shared with us. She is the expert on this, the belonging mentor. So thank you so much, Dia. Really appreciated you coming on the podcast today. And everybody else, I want you to uh, make sure that you go out, listen to this, give it a rating, give it a review if you would. That would be really helpful. And uh, listen in next week for another episode of The D-Ship. Bye. Thanks for listening and supporting the D-Shift podcast. If you would like to attend live trainings by our amazing guests and have a chance to ask questions and get answers from our experts, join the D-Shift crew. For more details and to sign up, head on over to www.divorcecoachforwomen and click on the podcast page.